Hello everyone and welcome to The Stagey Place, the podcast where we hear chat to those who work behind the scenes in theatre, from writers to directors, producers to stage managers. And on this episode, I am joined by writer Andy Walker and director Leslie Manning, who together are bringing happy hour to the upstairs at the gatehouse from the 16th until the 28th of May 2023. I had a wonderful chat with Andy and Leslie shortly before they started rehearsals, and so I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode. So without any further ado, here is episode 99 of The Stagey Place. Hello Andy and Leslie and welcome to The Stagey Place. How are you both doing today? We're fine, I'm fine, are you good? Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. Nice to speak to you. Nice to speak to you too. I'm really good, thank you Andy. I'm having a lovely morning so far and it's made it even better to be interviewing you two today to talk about Happy Hour, which is going to be at the upstairs at the Gatehouse from the 16th until the 28th of May this year. Andy, sure. Leslie, talk to me about where we are in the process at the moment for the production. So I'm in the middle of casting, casting the lead. The set's been designed and it's being put together at this minute by the lovely Humphrey Yeager. Uh, we're deep in finding the props. Yeah, looking good. You've done your bit. I've done my bit, <laughs> so I can put my feet up now. Yeah, you've done your bit. Andy, you are the writer of the show. Tell me a little bit about the story. Okay, well, this all comes out of my own experience uh, as an alcoholic. I haven't had a drink now for... 40 years but it was uh, a bit of a traumatic time in my life and as we know trauma makes drama and comedy drama particularly so I put this together from my own experiences really to uh, explore what what I went through because I'm I'm still very angry about it I'm angry with myself for falling into this mess in the first place and uh, it's just to put a character through addiction and see what happens, can they get out the other end? I won't tell you that whether they do or not, because I want you to come along and see the play. Yeah. About that. But it's like putting a character through a massive stress. Yeah. And will her life fall apart or will she manage to get out of it? So that's yeah. the basis of the play, yeah. Yeah, and when you said there, you know, trauma equals drama, so it might look quite good on stage. At which point between these 40 years did you actually write the script and what actually wanted to make you write the play itself? Well, I only wrote it in the last 18 months because uh, I've been an animator all my life. I animated Tracy Beaker's story, Sex Pistols, The Great Rock and Roll Swindle, um, Show Me, Show Me, Jack and Ori Juniors. So I've been very busy, but then I realised not so long ago that if I handed my script over to Leslie and she got actors in, there was a lot less work for me to do than having to draw everything all the time. <laughs> so I thought, oh, this is great. This is a good idea. Put my feet up, drink coffee and watch her do the work. What's wrong with that? And Andy and Leslie, your relationship, you've worked together before. Leslie, I believe that you've directed some of Andy's work in the past. Tell me a little bit, Leslie, about what it's like to work with a script of Andy's. What What's the process like? Yeah, well, first of all, I think he's a really good writer, even yeah. though he's sitting beside me. And he's very visual. And we're both art college trained. And I really love that. And he's, he's very visual because of his animation background with a very peculiar 
distinctive sense of humour, which I think is also very exciting. I mean, the first piece was delivery, was completely mad with talking slugs and flies. The second one was a, was more of a, a rom-com in, in one room, but still has an extremely unusual view of the world. Um, the process is, God, dare I say it, self-taught, because I've come from a film background. But, you know, I absolutely love the rehearsal period I just find it really exciting with the performers the experimentation and also a safe period so the process is I you know I work with trusted costume designer yeah and we that we just head nervously towards rehearsal period see yeah. if we can beat this the beast out <laughs> from word to shape I yeah. think we're both heavily into story and heavily into making a drama with lots of humor in it so that my most conscious effort is to give an audience a good entertaining evening with lots of laughs in but make them come out thinking about things oh, that's what I hope happens with this play is that yeah. there'll be a few people who think oh I think my wife or me or someone may should maybe take a look at their lives but without preaching at people it's not a preachy play at all it's a fun play with a message yeah and do you know what? That you just answered what was going to be my next question. What I'm would you sorry like? About that. No, 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 no. It's great. Yeah. What would you like audiences to take away from the show? Andy, you spoke a little bit already about that there. Leslie, what would you say you want audiences to take away from the show? Yeah. So for me, the sin in life is to is to be boring. You know, I really, really never, never want anybody in the audience to shift on their bum. I want them to be pinned to their seats, but I do want them to laugh. I do want them to cry. And I do want them to, to think. Yeah. yeah, if I want boring, I look in the mirror. I don't need to go to a theatre <laughs> and pay good money out to people to sit there bored. So yeah, we want to entertain. That sounds a bit of a cliche, but that's the truth of it. Yeah, it is absolutely right. I think, yeah, like you say, if you've got people shuffling on their bums, you know that something's not right with that moment of the show which is definitely yeah. something you know that you need to look at Leslie and Andy I want to take you away from happy hour now and I just want to talk a little bit about actually then how you got into theatre writing and theatre directing I know that you've just said Andy you came from animation and Leslie you came from film what was it about theatre and when was it theatre that actually came into your lives and Andy you decided to write and Leslie you decided to direct it's completely the polar opposite to what I've always done. I've always done animation, which was very visual. There was no dialogue in it because no. I hate talking heads in animation. I hate those American series where the animation is just cartoon characters talking to each other. You know, it's the most visual medium that's ever been invented and they can't think of anything visual to put in the show. It's crazy. So I always had visual imagery was the key thing to my animation but I went to see a few plays and I thought, oh, that's an interesting and, and realised that it's the complete opposite. I know right dialogue because without that, the plays wouldn't exist. So I've gone from 100% visual to 100% dialogue. Yeah. And how that happened, I don't know. Maybe you can figure it out because it's a weird <laughs> one. The, the journey started for me, interestingly, it started when a film I was making with, with a writer collapsed. Um, we were in Pinewood and we were devastated, even though we were there and running up. It didn't get made, as so often 
happens with films. It's happened to me before, but <laughs> the writer was the first time. It's absolutely devastated. Two months later, we were traumatised having a coffee and he said, I've got a play, will you direct it? And I went, yes, never having directed a play ever. But both of us were complete naives and we just stepped into it and it was him and me. It was Martin Wagner and it was, um, he's a publisher and a writer now. And we just went on this adventure, this mad adventure. It was a few years back, but it was the first time together and stumbled our way through it it was really exciting got moved from the angel to trafalgar studios so we sort of continued the journey and stumbled through that had a great time and then, then we finished that and then t we were in sitting in the dressing room on the last night and martin said right now we're going to make the film and six weeks later we were running up and made it into a film so it was a hugely courageous and it was really the two of us driving it through. So that was my first adventure into it. One of the things that I really appreciate is that, you know, having worked for television and film, people say, oh, yeah, I love that series or I love that show. You'll never, unless it's at a festival, which I've been lucky enough to have, you never see the audience reaction in person. Whereas yeah. theatre, you're sitting there and you hear people laughing, it's like crying and, you know, applauding. And it's just such a buzz. It's such a massive adrenaline boost that it's an addiction and once you've had that once difficult to give it up really you keep writing you think oh that is that that they'll like that or oh, that's not good enough to go in so yeah I think it's a massive you can become a theatre junkie I think yeah absolutely Easily. yeah, I, yeah. I, am, I am one I'm coming out now as a theatre junkie yeah yeah Andy do you remember the names of the plays the shows that you went to go and see that actually inspired you when you said that you, you saw a few plays that like interested you in writing? Yeah, we've been to a few which didn't inspire me. And I, this sure. sounds like big headed, but I thought I can do better than that. Sure. And then <laughs> we saw art and I thought, well, that's really interesting. And it's just three people on a stage that holds you for an hour and a half, two hours. And I thought, wow, what a challenge. That's amazing. Somebody's managed to do that. And that kicked me off then. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I'll have a go at this. Yeah. And so my final question about happy hour is do you just want to talk about the rest of the team behind Happy Hour and who else you've got on board creative-wise for the show? Well, we've got Derek Murphy's uh, playing George. He's brilliant. We've worked with him before. We worked with him in uh, Love Dance. We did at Chiswick. He was he's just terrific. Um, Humphrey Yeager is the set designer. He's done all our sets so far. Fantastic. Jackie Levy does costumes. Yeah. She always helps us, us, uh, us out. But, you know, she's quite busy on Ted Lasso. Jane Frisbee's casting. Jamie Rycroft is very new producer is doing brilliantly the actual theatre themselves have been wonderful because it's yes. such a great place and Anne Louise a theatre above the gatehouse and she's just come into her own hasn't she because she's just taken it over and uh, she's great and also the theatre itself is wonderful old building musical yeah ex-music hall and magistrates court which is now this lovely old theatre I love it up there. Yeah, it is a really, really beautiful space. Well, Andy and Leslie, thank you so much for talking about Happy Hour. I want to move on to advice that you might have now for people who want to come into the theatre industry. Now, this is really special, obviously, because like we say, you guys have come from different mediums to now come into theatre. And usually we ask guests because they've always been in theatre, so they're inspiring people who are just coming into theatre and they're studying it and want to become a professional in the process of whichever medium our guests are in. But now that you've come from 
animation and film what advice would you have for people who want to come into theatre and it doesn't necessarily have to be through studying theatre but could be through your development of theatre from film and animation what advice would you have for those who want to step foot into making a career into theatre do you know what you know fortune favors the brave i don't believe that people and this is film and theatre don't wait for the phone to ring don't wait make your own opportunities mm. do your stuff I feel very passionately that there are many gatekeepers in all entertainment. Everyone who's done right by themselves have never taken any notice of those gatekeepers. You have to bust through, jump over and do your thing. Yeah. If you've got something to say that you want to say, then find a way to say it. Tell that story. And whether it's on your iPhone, whether it's in the theatre, whether it's in the park, just push forward. You know, there's so much rejection in this business throughout, especially for actors. You know, they have a masterclass in the rejection. I just feel you have to, you know, be brave and, and do it. And, and some other very intelligent person said, it doesn't matter if you fail. Fail quick and pick yourself up and go on. So that's my thinking. Yeah, most people out there want to say no because it's easier. If they say yes to an idea, then they're risking their job or their reputation. It's a difficult one to get acceptance by anybody. I don't know how actors do it because they go through this far more many times than we've had. But you've just got to believe in what you do. And that's what makes the subject something you really do want to see on the stage or on the film or whatever it is. And don't be afraid when you're in the creative process to make mistakes because that's the only way you're going to learn is like put the idea down get someone you trust to read it listen to it I mean fortunately because we're a team I've got Leslie to read the script and say you know that motivation's wrong or this situation doesn't work don't worry about that before you put it on the paper put it down and then get it out there and get people to read it and don't be afraid of your own material and go somewhere dangerous with it as well that's what I'd say yeah, two lovely bits of advice. Let's like say, yeah, just go for it and let's like say, fail quickly and just like keep building it and have that voice. I think just gatekeeping is really rife recently and people are talking a lot about gatekeeping. So it's about time that somebody's opening these gates and talking and doing the right thing. Absolutely. Leslie and Andy, I've got one final question for you today. It's the title of this podcast and that is The Stagey Place. And what I like to ask all of my guests who come onto the podcast is whereabouts their stagey place is. So it's what is inspired you when you've come into theatre. It could be a theatre itself that has inspired you to write and direct. It could be a play that you've put on before in the past. It could be, you know, where Delivery or Love Dance was. Andy, you were saying earlier on that the thing that you loved about theatre was that you could hear the live reaction. Maybe that specific thing is the stagey place, the, the reaction you get from the audience. But, you know, it could literally be any, anything or anybody. It could be something that's inspired you or a play that's inspired you. So, Andy and Leslie, whereabouts is your stagey place? Well, yeah, I'd have to say there are two places. The first is when we've had reactions from audiences particularly Chiswick Playhouse and other theatres where the people just you know stand innovations you can't beat that but the other quieter moment is when the idea of like becomes not just a location or a situation or a character but it all gels into a theme with a heart and a beating pulse to it that I know is going to make a play there's a moment when you know it's not just a nebulous idea this will work and when that happens it's a magical moment that's great for me definitely it's the it's the rehearsal room 
yeah. is my stagey place. I just absolutely love seeing, I like a safe space and I just, I love the experimentation. I like to feel that people are exploring. I like to feel the actors can jump off the cliff and know that they're going to fall, you know, or not know where they're going to fall, but it's, they're not going to be judged. I just love that process to surprise all the time themselves and me and yeah. explore that. Yeah, so definitely the rehearsal room. That surprised me as well. It's yeah. brilliant when, <laughs> when you hand over a script and the Leslie and the actors actually not just present it, but they elevate it to somewhere that even you didn't think it was going to go. That's just unbelievable. Yeah. Such a buzz. Yeah, it is wonderful. Leslie and Andy, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for coming onto the stage place. Once again, Happy Hour is at the upstairs at the gatehouse from the 16th until the 28th of May this year. I really hope that I can come and get to see the show. I'm currently on tour at the moment around the UK. So I'm hoping that there's some dates that line up that I can get back down to London to come and see the show. But for now, Andy and Leslie, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. See you there. See you there, (laughs) hopefully. And there we go. That was my interview with writer Andy Walker and director Leslie Manning, who together are bringing Happy Hour to the upstairs at the Gatehouse. We'll have all of the ticket information in our episode bio, but do make sure to check it out before it ends on the 28th of May 2023. I'd love to thank Andy and Leslie so much for coming on to the podcast and I really hope that the production of Happy Hour goes well and they get the audience response that we were talking about in this episode. It sounds really lovely that Andy really respects and appreciates the audience reactions from his plays and his writing so I really hope that this production continues to do so for him and the audiences alike. And so that's the end of this week's episode. And I'd love to finally thank you, the listener, for tuning into this instalment of The Stagey Place. We will soon be releasing our episode 100 with lyricist and composer Darren Clark, who is currently working on Curious Case of Benjamin Button, which is returning to the Southwark Playhouse this summer. I'm really excited for you to listen to episode 100, so do make sure to check it out when we release it on our socials. But for now, my name's been Elliot, you've been listening to episode 99 of The Stagey Place, and until next time, I hope you're keeping safe and staying stagey. Goodbye. <laughs>